Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. perception in the in the northeast that all the red states are you know they kind of they're getting what was coming to them because they refused to follow these mandates and they're playing politics with this rather than listening to the they science want to understand how the indigenous feel about the, these mascots you have to understand the history of this country and what happened to us and we were colonized and assimilated we make the comparison quite often to the similarities between what Hitler did and what the colonists did. Um, the one difference is Hitler was stopped and the colonists were not. The word is not Seychelles, it's actually Sakam, according to the tribe that we're referring to. So that the, the um, audience is clear on that, it is Sakam. Good afternoon, Sakams. Or um, now the Winchester football teamers. Doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? All right, we've got a great, great uh, bunch of stuff here for you today. First of all, I wanted to get to, you know, we'll get to Seth Moulton. So Seth Moulton's a congressman here in Massachusetts. He is a district, what is, what's this, is he the, he's the sixth district, Seth Moulton is, he's, his con- congressional seat goes way up. Yeah, it's the sixth district, from up in Essex County down to uh, through even like Bill Ricker and around Lowell, and um, he is our congressman. Seth Moulton engaged in this um, in this um, interview with a woman uh, named McGrath. I think it's Amy McGrath. Uh, where is it here? Where are you here? Amy McGrath. Yes. So. They did one of these uh, interviews that was for the 92, 92nd Street Y or something. It's one of these cool New York interviews. And um, it, usually it's on stage and it's a, very, it's a very hip thing to be a part of. But this time it was, um, this time it was uh, done in a Zoom interview. So during the interview... Seth gets to the Amy McGrath. By the way, she's running against Mitch McConnell for senator in, for Senate in Kentucky. But it's important to know, running against Mitch McConnell. So Seth, in the interview, gets to the subject of COVID nineteen and the fact that there's been a spike recently in red states. So here 
is Congressman Seth Moulton's take on that. So are you seeing minds change on the ground? Um, and we certainly have this perception in the in the Northeast that all the red states are, you know, they kind of, they're getting what was coming to them because they refused to follow these mandates and they're playing politics with this rather than listening to the science. Uh, come again, Seth? They're getting what was remember- coming to them. They're getting what it's come. What, what it's coming. We certainly have this perception in the in the Northeast that all the red states are, you know, they kind of they're getting what was coming to them because they refuse to follow these mandates. And there are tens of thousands of deaths in the red states, and they're getting what it, you know. If you could suppress the joy a little bit more, Seth, I think it would be better. Ha <laughs> ha! Look at that. They're spiking down there. They're spiking down there. You're getting what, what's coming to them. I'll play this whole thing, a long version, so you can just hear that it's in. It's the context that you think it is. So are you seeing minds change on the ground? Um, and we certainly have this perception in the, in the Northeast that all the red states are, you know, they kind of, they're getting what was coming to them because they refuse to follow these mandates. And hey, By the way, uh, who's we, Kimosabi? We'll get to that later, by the way. This thing in the Northeast? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not pointing fingers at at the rest of the states, at Florida and Arkansas and Texas. I'm not pointing fingers and, and laughing at those people. One, you'd have to be a ghoul to do that. Two, we lost 9,000 people in Massachusetts. New York lost 33,000. New Jersey lost, you know, in the high teens. Who the hell are we to point fingers? We in the Northeast were pointing fingers. Ha <laughs> ha. Look at your spiking. Spiking in cases. Cases doesn't matter. It's deaths. It's people dying, Seth. It's about humanity. That should mean something to you. Here's the rest of the cut. They're playing politics with this rather than listening to the science. I also remember saying when people asked him, asked me, hey, is you know McConnell and the Senate ever going to support another relief package? And my answer was, I think that when they go home to their districts, it's going to be pretty hard for them to ignore what's going on. But when I said that, I didn't expect them to be facing the surge in cases that we're seeing today. So... Are you seeing attitudes change? Is that helping you? Because we're maybe a little... Are you seeing attitudes change, you silly, redneck, idiot Trump voters down there? Are you seeing that? Is that what you're seeing? Or are you... Is everybody still remaining just complete moronic, mouth-breathing rednecks in Kentucky? He asked to uh, Amy McGrath, who's running for Senate in Kentucky. Now, she has long since lost her smile. If you see the video, once he gets to, they had it coming, she's no longer smiling. So she does her subtlest attempt at a little bit of damage control. A little bit ahead of the issue for Kentucky. Well, we're just really contentious. We have a Democratic governor here who mm-hmm. took the coronavirus very seriously from the very beginning. Yada, yada, yada. So that's how it goes. So she says, no, well, actually, Seth, no, thankfully, we didn't have dumb Walmart voter white trash people running our state. We had one of the few good ones here. So I understand the the humor, but thankfully, we had somebody, a clear thinker here, and so we didn't have that, that problem. But can you imagine? Can you imagine how cynical you have to be? <laughs> Man, they had it coming, you know? You laugh at the orders, you go to the beaches. Go out to the bars, got it coming. We certainly have this perception in the in the Northeast that all the red states are, you know, they kind of, they're getting what was coming to them because they... Getting what it was coming to them, Seth. You know, politically, Seth, there's um, 
There are lessons to be learned, Seth, and I think you may learn it too. We Some people were surprised. I'll do it again. We all have it coming, Jet. That's right, Seth, and you may have it coming politically too. We'll see what happens. I, I don't think it'll be from a uh, Republican this time, but we'll see. You never know. His district actually could, uh, it, it's possible in his district. I, I don't know about, he is running against the guy, but I just think it's remarkable, remarkable how what you'd have to think of other people. What must you think when you see those people running on the beaches and those people in, uh, you must think there were a lot of Trump voters Red states, as he said. We certainly have this perception in the in the Northeast. That don't say freaking we, by the way. Enough of that. We don't have the perception, Seth. You have the per- perception. I mean, you're the lineage guy. You're the Harvard guy. That all the red states are, you know, they kind of, they're getting what was coming to them because they refused to follow these mandates and they're playing politics with this rather than listening to the science. What an a-hole. That is profound. Yeah, I kind of get what's coming to him. Hey, you're not going to follow. You're not going to do what I'm doing at this moment because Dr. Fauci has signaled to me that this is a new thing to do. You know, unless it's one of the things that Dr. Fauci says that he has to mislead us with because he has to manipulate us by the millions because he also thinks we're so stupid. I cannot believe that this that this guy said this thing. This will be this will be in the in the Loyal Sun tomorrow. It'll be in the Fishburne and Enterprise. It'll be the Herald's doing reporting on this. And by tomorrow morning, we'll just uh, we'll see what's going on. I assume there will be a clarification. But incredible. I just can't get over it. They're getting what was coming to them. Freaking virus that kills you violently. Thousands of people in this woman's state, in Amy McGrath's state, thousands of people are dead. Dead and died horribly. People's parents, people's friends, Dead. They're getting what was coming to them. Hey, you know what? You know, in the 80s, the AIDS country, uh, AIDS crisis, you know. They're getting what was coming to them. Yeah, you know, sucks. Have SARS, you know, over in uh, in in the, uh, Asia. They're getting what was coming to them. Yeah, sorry, guys. They have it coming because those people, those Republicans in the Trump states, those people go to Walmart and they don't go to Starbucks like me. They go to Dunkin' Donuts and Honeydew Donuts ooh, or Krispy Kreme. Oh, and those those dumb rubes wait for the little light to go on a Krispy Kreme and get the donuts warm because they are so unsophisticated. God, why can't they all just die? They're getting what was coming to them. Teach serves them right. Haha, <laughs> they thought they could play in the beach and drink a beer in a, while not completely socially distanced? Yeah, well, they deserve death. They're getting what was coming to them. Incredible. Don't speak in my behalf, Seth, if you're going to be a ghoulish jerk. Jesus. Oh, man. <sighs> it is true, though. It is true that many on the left feel that people on the right are are subhuman, really. They feel that they're not, they, they're not worth as much. They feel that they're uneducated. They feel that if you don't have a pedigree from an college, I mean, look what, look at all these. Well, we're going to be talking about Winchester in a moment. Just look at all the parents in Winchester. It's so important that you get to tell your neighbor where your kid's going to school. God, let it be Syracuse. Here's a letter. Please let it be Syracuse. Oh, my God. Guess what? You're going to you can be able to say Cuse in your little uh, Twitter thing, and you can wear orange. And ironically, you have orange stuff all over the place now. 
he goes to Cuse. Yes, he goes to Syracuse. I know. Yes, he's a he's a he's a moron who's not uh, capable of uh, cogent thinking and uh, a brutal jerk. Uh, but yeah, you know, he's pedigree now. He also drinks Starbucks. He wears Vineyard Vines. Uh, you know, his girlfriend wears a Canada Goose jacket uh, and drives a Range Rover. So we're doing all the right things. So we're really good people. Not just good people, but better people than most people, if you know what I mean. Incredible. They're getting what was coming to them. Getting what is coming to them, you know. By the way, that's real brilliant, Seth, to say that to a candidate for Senate about her state. Well done. Jesus. like Like I say, man... The dumbest people in this country are the most highly educated. There is no doubt about that. Of course, they've got the most intact self-esteems as well. They're very confident. Sometimes they're too confident. We all have it coming, Captain. They're getting... I haven't heard anybody, anybody ghoulishly joke and enjoy and relish the idea that this pandemic is sweeping over people and causing fatalities, ending up in, remember freezer trucks? Remember body bags? Remember on Coney Island, all those, uh, or was it was it Coney Island? One of the islands in New York. All those caskets in the big pits they made. Hey, you know what? Some pipe. Seth works blue. They're getting what was coming to him. Incredible. Incredible. Okay. Enough about that. We'll get back to it tomorrow. Um, but um, down in Winchester, Massachusetts, hometown of Tom Shattuck, hometown of Kirk Minahan, hometown of, of Pete Gustin, um, uh, Mark Ockerbloom. I mean, this is all the media people I know. And I think there's more, too. I think then there's some really famous people. Uh, they have voted in Winchester. The school committee has voted to replace the name Sachems. Could not have Sachems anymore because it's it caused violence and it was uh, offensive and yada, yada 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 there's statewide legislation statewide legislation going on to do it so tuesday night was the vote and um in townspeople and some elected officials and some members of the school committee spoke and they, oh dang i was meant to get you know what i'll have to find it i'll have to find it you hang in there uh-huh. I forgot to grab something. I forgot. God, 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 God. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was a piece of audio that I'm going to need, so I had to. So I had to grab something. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Ready? Thanks. Thanks for uh, dealing with my professionalism. So, the Winchester School Committee, they have voted, uh, they have voted, they're getting rid of the name Sachems. Now, one of the members of the Winchester School Committee is Zaina Merchant. Zaina Merchant is, um, <laughs> Zaina Merchant is on the school committee. I don't think she's from Winchester. I think she came in from another state or something, which is so often the case. Zaina Merchant has for her uh, Facebook avatar a picture of Monica Cannon Grant. Do you remember her? Monica Cannon Grant is uh, the person who runs violence in Boston, and and she is 
the one who's got a very interesting um, take on certain subjects. Keep your hands off. And then this heifer running against Ayanna Presley, this one here with the white husband. At some point, we're going to have to have a conversation with black folks who get in a relationship with white folks and then forget that they black. We're going to have to have that conversation. And I know it's going to f*** with y'all nerves. It's going to be uncomfortable. But we're going to have to have that conversation because if white vagina and white penises what? jeopardize your melanin, then what? we need you to sit in the back of the classroom and this ain't your part of the show and you don't get to talk right now. So she went on to Monica Cannon Grant in this particular rant. Talk about the person who's running against, um, against, um, <laughs> um, against Ayanna Presley. Uh, she, anyway, she, I can't say it. It's very too explicit. She talks about if I get it, you've been blanking white blank for a while, um, whatever. And so, anyway, this Monica Hannah Grant is a big racist. She's into like this Afro uh, supremacy thing. I have um, I have written about it before. She's a vile human being. She she's racist. She's anti cop. She's an unhinged racist person. Anyway, Winchester School Committee. Um, this Zena Merchant. Her avatar is Monica Cannon Grant. As a matter of fact, I believe that she works for violence in Boston. I believe I saw a posting somewhere that says that she is part of that. Let me look. Let me just make sure. Violence in Boston. With Monica Cannon Grant and Zena Merchant. Today we'll be talking with Jamal. Yeah, Zena Merchant is all over this thing. Um, she certainly works close to her, but either way. Her Twitter avatar is what you all you need to know, right? The Mon that Monica Cannon Grant is her is her buddy, so that's great. So here's Zena Merchant, who's a really good person, by the way, and she'll tell you she's a really good person. She, at some point during this entire thing, the school committee has this online meeting, and this guy, an American Indian named Mark One Wolf Yancey, talks. And he's not really for changing the logo. His he was historically he was uh, in the corner of keeping the Redskins as well. So anyway, Monica Zena uh, <laughs> Merchant, who I don't believe is an American Indian, she has a few qualms was with what this guy, this American Indian Yancey, was saying. Um, I want to go back to a statement you made just a little bit ago, and then a statement we received via email about your organization. First of all, you said that, uh, I, I believe you said that all natives are referred to as chiefs and sockums. Isn't it in fact that chiefs oh, no. and sockums are reserved for people who receive that honor within the tribe? Oh, no, I Isn't it true? By the way, Mr. Native American... I'm highly educated. I'm on the Winchester School Committee. My name's Zena, so you have some answering to do to me. I think you mis uh, you misheard me because I'm, I'm sure I didn't say that. Because the um, what I what I was trying to say is uh, the word chief and um, and Sakam or Sachim, uh, however you choose to pronounce it. Um, these are titles. Oh, you should sick your buddy Monica Cannon Grant on that guy. How dare he try to explain himself? The American Indian claiming he knows more about you about American about American Indians. The word is not Sachem; it's actually Sakam, according to the tribe that we're referring to. So that the the um, audience is clear on that. It is Sakam. Okay, I know all the things, Mister Yancey. 
What do you know? I know all the things. So you're just Mark One Wolf Yancey. I'm in the right on this. I'm a really good and educated person. It's called Sockham, okay? Get it right, Mr. Indian. From my own understanding, the I can't even say it because so many people have told me how bad it is. The R word, as I refer to it, is as bad as the N word. Ah! Can you imagine that? She can't even say it. The word is so dangerous and painful. From my own understanding, the... I can't even say it because so many people have told me how bad it is. The R word, as I refer to it, is as bad as the N word. <sighs> the, the R word, if it's Redskins, she means, is it, not exactly what she thinks it is. And there's a very there's a very good um, explanation for it. The team, the Redskins itself, the logo uh, was, was a contribution from uh, Native Americans who loved the team, loved the idea, were all for it, understood that Redskins was not, an, it was not a racist thing. And then Zena says something very interesting. Very interesting. Of course, she used, she says this carelessly because she's trying to correct uh, Mr. Yancey, Mr. One Wolf. Listen to this. Native Americans are not a monolith, so not everybody's going to agree. Of course, she's lecturing him, but remember that. Remember that, because it is not interesting. Native Americans are not a monolith, so not everybody's going to agree. They're not a monolith, so not everybody's going to agree. That said, we're going to bring some Native Americans to speak tonight. They're going to, they're going to tell us to get rid of the name. Those should be considered monoliths. Those should be considered all Native Americans. It's not that one-third one third of Americans have Native American blood, which they do, but we're going to bring on some people who aren't monoliths, who are monoliths. You, you, sir, Mr. Yancey, you're not a monolith. So... Uh, before I get to uh, the monolith guy, this is Jason Lewis, the state senator from Massachusetts. And this guy just, he is so perfect. So perfect. By the way, uh, he you know, grew up in South Africa, which means I believe that he would have benefited from a certain system of government. But, you know, he's a really good person now because he wants to get rid of, he's come over across the pond now and he wants to get rid of the sachems. The use of Native American sports mascots, logos, or symbols perpetuate stereotypes of American Indians that are very harmful. That's horse bleep. That's horse bleep. People love the sachems, the Winchester sachems. Instead of being a chief, a warrior, somebody who's intelligent, who's got, who's strategic, somebody who's, you know, a leader among men. What's the harmful stereotype in that? These are sports teams. It's about, it's about leadership, companionship. It's about strategy, as George W. Bush would say. It's about strategy. It's about the, you know being competitive. This is, if anything, a tribute. But no, he's decided. Figures another white upscale, upper class, uh, you know, elite from a white town has decided. You know, you know what's what in the in the victimhood. Um, you know, leaderboard. The warrior savage myth has plagued this country's relationships with the Indian people as it reinforces the racist. Maybe the warrior savage myth did something, but this is a football team, okay? And a soccer team and a baseball team and there's a golf team and there's a wrestling team and there's gymnastics. So obviously this is not about, you know, uncivilized savages. People wouldn't lovingly call their kids uncivilized savages. 
This is a good thing. This is celebrating positive attributes. View that Indians are uncivilized and uneducated. And it has been... Nobody contended that, you jackass. Nobody said that. Nobody's saying that in that town. People love, from all political stripes, love the damn sachems. That is such crap. That's a construction that you've made up because you've got, you've got an obsession in your mind. You've got your own guilt or mental health issue. Used to justify policies of forced assimilation and destruction of Indian culture. Oh, God. How ridiculous. How ridiculous. I'm sure at some point, back when the world was a lot more complicated than you could possibly comprehend, Jason Lewis, that some people did use, suggest Indians were savages and lesser than. You know, some people probably said that the Indians... They're getting what was coming to them. You know, there are people. There were people like Seth Moulton way back then. I'm sure there were jerks and racists, and of course, of course. And we, the history of the Indians is long and complicated history. It includes a lot of good alliances, a lot of good good things, and a lot of bad things as well. The reason why one third of Americans have Native American blood of them is that many, many Indians assimilated into the culture. So they bring in this guy. This is a monolith Indian now. They bring in named Farius Gray. Here's his take. Here's his take on um, on the name Sachems. In order to understand how the indigenous feel about the, these mascots, you have to understand the history of this country and what happened to us. Uh, we were colonized and assimilated. Uh, we make the comparison quite often to the similarities between what Hitler did and what the colonists did. Um, the one difference is Hitler was stopped and the colonists were not. Well, you can go to hell. Can you imagine that? The one difference is, I mean, you're, you, by the way, he's talking to you, Winchesterites. He's talking to you, 01890. He's saying, that's you, your beginnings, a lot of your, uh, you know, a, a lot of your forebearers, you know, they were essentially, they were the Nazis. It's the same exact thing, except unfortunately Hitler was stopped, but you, you made it all this far, and there you are. And the dumb white Winchester people say, yes, you're so right, I'm a Nazi. I know we're terrible. I know. Please tell us how terrible we are. It's ridiculous. How offensive. I would have, somebody should have told him to go straight to hell. Hitler was a psychotic fascist who rolled through Europe and exterminated Jews by the millions. A good portion, a good fraction of all the Jews on the planet were exterminated by Hitler. And others. And civilians and armies. It's, uh, Hitler was a, a once-in-a-century monster. Many of the colonists were escaping monsters. They were trying to live. They were trying to protect their families. How dare you? You garbage. Jesus, you have that guy. You bring him on to call those townspeople names? To call all of us names? In order to understand how the indigenous feel about the, these mascots, you have to understand the history of this country and what happened to us. Uh, we were colonized and assimilated. Uh, we make the comparison quite often to the similarities between what Hitler did and what the colonists did. Um, the one difference is Hitler was stopped and the colonists were not. Right, that's right. I remember Hitler was trying to escape for religious freedom reasons and set up his own uh, plantation and survive through the winter and uh, forged bonds with the Native Americans when he got there and tried to bring Judeo-Christian values to uh, to the um, to the area and tried to you know propagate 
and build a new civilization based on Native American, Judeo-Christian values, and eventually on liberty and things. I remember that's what Hitler did, right? This guy is rubbish. Okay. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Everything's fine. Holy God. Can you imagine that? Standing there and saying, oh, yeah, you're right. We are. We are Nazis, aren't we? Yes. Zena, are you a Nazi? Yes, I am. I am. How about you? I am, too. Jason Lewis, are you a Nazi? Yeah, we're all Nazis. Although, Jason Lewis... I know, apartheid maybe uh, might want to, you know, sit this one out. Okay, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine. Okay, here's a woman named Denise. Uh, okay, play more Clint, play more Clint, play more Clint. By the way, everybody in this damn thing has a fever. Two more hogs got the fever. No, about uh, 18,000 hogs got the fever in Winchester. They should call them the hogs. Two more hogs got the fever. By the way, you want to know really how much this is about Native Americans? You t you try to convince Zena and Jason Lewis that the team should be named after in some fashion of Glenn Doherty. I get the feeling that they're not going to be all that comfortable with that either. Jesus. Here's Denise from Winchester. Anyone who wants to understand the harms caused by Indian mascots can look on the... Harms. Harms and systems in conversations. Harms and systems in conversations. Harms and systems in conversations. Thank you, BU. Uh, and I believe I owe you $50,000 for that, right? Harms and systems in oppression in conversations. Harms. The National Institutes of Health website find many, many peer-reviewed academic studies. Masks don't work. I mean, they do work. Chronicling these harms. Mascots are not just hurting the 5 million surviving Native Americans. Mascots are not hurting the 5 million surviving Native Americans. They are not. That is a lie. That is BS. These symbols these uh, symbols are benign, inanimate objects. No, you have to ask Native Americans. No, I don't. I'm a human being, and so are these Native Americans. And I know when somebody's full of it. Nobody's being hurt because of a mascot. There is no mascot that it, about me or anybody in my... By the way, I had two... two um, Two Shattuck's uh, a, a couple hundred years ago murdered, a father and son murdered by Native Americans in Watertown. Murdered, I believe, with rocks, so they had their heads bashed in. You know, if you want to use either the dead Shattuck's, uh, you know, Job Shattuck's uh, cadaver or the Indian hitting him with a ro rock as a mascot, go right the freak ahead. I got stuff to do. My windshield's cracked in my car. I have to call the Safe Light people and have the guy come over here in his COVID mask, okay? You know, my wife just got an extra job because you know, everybody's making less money now. I don't have time to give a flying bleep about the mascots. That said, in Indian reservations, there are serious problems then. There. There are serious problems with unemployment. There are serious problems with the lack of education system, with uh, epidoid, ep opioid epidemic, with uh, alcoholism and other diseases. Obviously, they got whacked by the COVID as well. The COVID, but, you know, I guess, you know, according to some people... They're getting what was coming to them. You know, but... So, if you guys want to cut a check, Jason Lewis, go right ahead. There's some Indian reservations that could really use your help. A lot of these Indian reservations were screwed, screwed. You know, if you want to talk about the trail, trail of Tears or Andrew Jackson, who I consider just a bastard, and how he screwed the Indians and reneged on, on contracts, etc., absolutely. 
Absolutely. And it's those people in the reservations who need help more than ever. Stroke a check, Jason Lewis. Zayna Merchant. Write a check. Go help somebody. Go there. You're a really good person. Go there. No, you're not going there. You're just going to change the team name. That's it. So uh, to lecture all the other white Winchester people. And your job is done. So you get to post that on Facebook, you know, that you were you did a really good thing because you're a really, really good person. Meanwhile, more generations of Native Americans going through the real ordeal are dying. But no, you know what? You did your thing. You changed the team name and made things difficult and a pain in the ass and hurt the feelings of generations of people from Winchester. And you did that just so you can get attention. You needed to have the tough conversations. See, we put you in uncomfortable places because you needed to have that. I feel good. My name is Zena and I have a Black Lives Matter thing in my lawn and I have everything. All my stuff is rainbow because I can signal how good I am. And that's why I went into the school committee to tamper with people. Uh, where are we? Oh, yeah, we were listening to Denise. There's Denise. She's a, somebody in Winchester, Massachusetts. Anyone who wants to understand the harms caused by Indian mascots can look on the National oh, Institutes Christ. of Health website and find many, many peer-reviewed academic studies chronicling these harms. Mascots are not just hurting the 5 million surviving Native Americans. They are teaching our kids that it's okay to be prejudiced. What? No, they're not. No, they're not. They're teaching kids that okay that it's okay to be prejudiced. How is that? You have all the best athletes in all, all the schools are wearing Sachem's mascots. The kids love the mascots. They wear Letterman jackets. They love. They earn those jackets. They make varsity and they're happy as hell. One article succinctly concluded that Native American succinctly. And mascots selectively facilitate the application of negative stereotypes. Put simply, the use of the mascot is influencing Winchester's children to <laughs> be prejudiced. Is it possible that this is why some of the town's children with Native American heritage have been bullied in the school? Sometimes in front of teachers. Bull bleep. Bull at horse bleep. Horse bleep. Absolutely not a thing. Who the hell? What? First of all, who the hell is looking for Native American classmates and then treating them, treating them differently? I don't even know, to be honest, I don't even know how you'd tell if somebody was Native American. I will need to proof on that one, Denise. And I am sure, I am sure that you have cultivated now, with all this progressive years you've had, and all the teachers who, <laughs> progressive teachers, I'm sure that you've cultivated several generations of of um, you know victim oriented kids who are ready to claim victimhood on any all sorts of different uh, fronts. There's no doubt about that. I'm sure. I've seen it. I see it all the time. I'm in the news business. I see it everywhere. Everybody's a victim, and there is currency and nobility in being a victim. But if you're going to tell me that actually some kid bullied some other kid in Winchester, liberal haven, Winchester, Massachusetts, because he's a Native American, I would say that that is horse bleep. I was there. I graduated in 1991. We had, we didn't have any, I don't think, maybe we had Native Americans. I don't even know. Maybe I'm Native American. I don't even know. But that would not have been tolerated. 
by like the, by the kids would not have been tolerated. If you were bullying somebody because of their because of their race or or um because they were Native American, that would not have been taught. The kids would have turned on you in a second. That would have lasted about eleven seconds. There's no way. There's no way. Believe me, when I was in high school, kids were absolute a holes. But no, that was not. That would not have been considered uh, cool. All right. By the way, for those who uh, went to Winchester High, and with me, hi. How are you all doing? I see you on, all on Facebook. Everybody's thinner than me. Everybody looks younger than me. You've all made good life choices. And that's why I want to talk about our first sponsor, Raising It. I'm just kidding. Okay, so. So, already uh, already I'm angry. I, and I've only gone through a little bit of this audio so far. I don't know how much I'm going to go through. Uh, to the people of Winchester, the people of Saugus who have the sachems, the people of Pentucket who have the sachems, the people, the Red Raiders people, the Warriors people, the whatever they are. I, 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 good luck to you. I hope you can fight the good fight. I hope you can let your school committees know that the, that this horse bleep is going to end. Don't stand for it. Don't be pushed around by these these freaking power hungry, power hungry, uh, you know, progressive anarchists. These these people are not okay. The way they're acting is not okay. But you know who is okay? This woman. This is a woman who spoke at the meeting name and her name is Erin. And she made sense. The first point is um the fact that we have a gross misunderstanding of mascots among this community. The mascots are not just animals and symbols. Um, I went to the University of Notre Dame, um, and I think someone spoke about the University of Notre Dame, the mascot of which is the Fighting Irish, which is a short Irish man who is drunk <laughs> and constantly fighting. I knew some of those, by the way, and I don't mean to offend. I think I'm allowed to say that because I think I'm Irish. So. Stereotypical portrayal of Irish people. <laughs> I am... Irish, if you can't tell by my name. Uh, a lot of people in Massachusetts are Irish. It's uh, patently offensive if taken at its front, but people love him. In where I grew up. Patently offensive if taken at its front. In other words, you could. You could make a big deal out of it. People don't, but you could. Irish didn't have a good time, by the way. They had a good uh, couple of centuries there where they were uh, pushed around pretty badly. There were mascots called the Jesuits. Um, and and no one took offense to it. Now, these are examples of private schools, of course, and we're talking about public schools. My second point is, is a term is not racist unless we make it racist. G.D. Wright, Aaron. Amen. If we take pride in a term, if we respect that word and that term, if we give respect to the people who brought that term into that society, we cannot make that term racist. You cannot be calling people racist because you use a word that means something. I believe the word 
sachem means chief. That does not make you racist for using that term. There's an article in the New York Times, probably, and this will show my age, um, probably 15 years ago, that used the word niggardly, which means frugal. There were mass protests over this article because of people's own ignorance. If you use ignorance to fuel your fire, you are just perpetuating society. You're teaching children to make mountains out of molehills, and you're not teaching children what social justice actually is. I know what social justice is. And social justice is about fighting for injustice when it really means injustice. And injustice is not about making mountains out of molehills. Here, 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 Erin. Well said. That was brilliantly done, brilliantly done. And she's right on, right on. We're creating these racial slurs out of nothing where they weren't before. It's a project play by progressives who want to manipulate you and tamper with you and tinker with your life. They're the people who force, you know, these disgusting books on our daughters who are, you know, 13 years old through the school committees. Make sure she reads this. I want her to read this, even though there's sexuality and other things. No, that's our providence. We get to decide what they, you know, how she finds out about this and that. They're the ones who decide that we're going to change the, the, the logo. You don't get to have that anymore. We make the decision. We think it's probably offensive, and we're really good people. By the way, the Monica Cannon Grant stuff I played before, the, the disgusting stuff, on the, on the corporation for the Violence in Boston, Inc., corporate division, division uh, she, Zaina Marchant, is, have I been saying merchant? I, I mean, anyway, it's Marchant or whatever is uh, listed as the treasurer, as the um, clerk, and as the director of uh, Monica Cannon Grant's um, operation over there. So that is that. But there you go. So that is Winchester, Massachusetts, as it is. And this um, this um, Thanksgiving Day, which is a day, should we be celebrating that day? I mean, there's a lot of uh, Native Americans portrayed in Thanksgiving and I believe that, um, you know, the Hitlers were there at that Thanksgiving, and, and he ended up uh, slaughtering a lot of those folks, and so I don't think we should celebrate that day. So on that day, we'll just call it the November day, the Winchester football team hopefully will take the field and play maybe the Woburn Tanners or maybe the Woburn football team, because I'm sure the Tanners were jerks too, and that's going to have to change. Anyway, Winchester... Good luck. Remember, you know, it, you think right now that you're being bullied, but... They're getting what was coming to them. So there's that. So, you know, that's just life. Sometimes we just get what's coming to us. We all have it coming. They're getting what was coming to them.
la vi. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.